Welcome back to Gospel Adorned. I'm Brianna. And I'm Gabriella. And today we want to talk about the New Age movement and just how this is being brought into the church, what it is. And this is this is going to be just the start of a three-part segment. We're not going to get into the specific practices and we're not going to explain what each one is. Um, so that will be on later episodes, but we are going to briefly talk about it and just really dive into new age in the church. Right. We wanted to just really, this is such a huge topic. So we wanted to do our best to really get a framework of it. And this is our introduction episode, but then further along, we will start to divide and talk about, expand upon several practices that are very common. Um, and again, just like the differences between New Age and Christianity. So what is the New Age movement? This can be an umbrella term for mixing your own religions and beliefs to create what you like best. Melissa Daugherty has put it this way, like a have it your way kind of customization of spirituality. And the New Age movement is to be noted that to have roots in Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, the human potential movement, and mysticism. There are Zen Buddhists that seek higher consciousness. Um, they believe in reincarnation and karma most of the time. And these are both prevalent features in Hinduism and Buddhism. So we wanted to just list off some of the practices and um, briefly share what we, myself and Brianna, have been involved in, again, unknowingly, not knowing kind of the dangers of New Age and before we were Christians and even when we were not discerning as Christians. So some of these things, not all of these things we've experienced, but um, they can be tarot cards, yoga, crystals, channeling, like psychic mediums, um, astrology, or the horoscopes, um, third eye or evil eye symbols, meditation and mantras, enlightenment, and just the whole universe. The universe is like God, just believing that concept and oneness that we are all connected in some way to a force or being. And um, the Enneagram, very popular. So, yeah, just like picking and choosing these practices. And um, so something that I've been involved in is yoga classes. I don't even know when that started. <laughs> Maybe around middle school it was introduced, like in school. So that's public school for you. And I've definitely heard of that now being more prevalent, even earlier in like elementary schools and stuff. And um, it's just everywhere. <laughs> There's like, it's on like TV shows for kids. Um, we want to have a whole episode on yoga, but I definitely got more involved in it in college and did classes pretty regularly. And um, tarot cards, I had my cards read one time um, at like a senior, I forget, celebration type thing that they hired a tarot reader. <laughs> and they also had a mind reader or hypnotist um, there on stage. So that was interesting. Um, what else? I was very involved with like 
what my horoscope was all about and who I would be most compatible with and just reading your weekly whatever it was kind of like a fortune cookie <laughs> for the horoscope um yeah so kind of like had exposure to a lot of this stuff um the Enneagram thankfully I never got involved in by that time that it started becoming popular I was more discerning as a Christian and just very much stayed away from it because I saw it as a red flag <laughs> so we can talk more about that when we open up that topic but what about you Brianna? Yeah, um, pretty similar. I didn't get into yoga. I did think about it, uh, like doing hot yoga and things like that. Mm -hmm. But that is something that I was pretty, I had good discernment in that. Mm -hmm. uh, the tarot cards, we also had a tarot card reader at our senior or senior day, like sleepover thing. Uh, that's <laughs> Were you in public school? Yeah, I was in public yeah, school. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing, if you, if you send your kids to public school, like we're not judging you by all means. We both went to public school. Right. Uh, but these things are out there. So but they're out there and be it's aware public it. <laughs> school. Uh, it's harder to shield your kids from it mm -hmm. when they're so uh, if you have kids, maybe be aware that these things are something to talk about yeah. in, in the home. <laughs> um, I did go to a psychic and I kind of just like went in knowing like this is kind of bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't yeah. anything that you know, I really believed in mm -hmm. and she, she was like, I'm, I can't really get a good reading on you. For some reason, you're really hard to read. <laughs> like, yeah, it's probably because I don't have demons following me. <laughs> um, but they could be just to note, like they could be accurate, but that doesn't mean, yeah, that mm -hmm. doesn't mean you should. And we'll do a whole episode <laughs> on psychic mediums right, and right. Um, divination and all that. Yeah. Uh, uh, astrology. Yeah. I, I wasn't like, I didn't determine my life around it, but mm -hmm. I did like I had the CoStar app and I was like, oh, we're compatible. Oh. Like I was like, but I never really understood it. I just uh -huh. went off like, oh, this says that my personality is this, this, this and this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even know what my husband's sign is because I stopped following it like a long time <laughs> before college. But yeah, I don't even want to look it up like because yeah. I don't care like we're married, you know. I don't know what his matter. sign is either. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, but people like base a lot of decisions off these things yeah. and they can even break up or divorce someone because of signs. And yeah, and we will get into we'll, we'll also have another episode in this series about zodiacs, mm -hmm. like all of that right. uh, astrology. Um, and I did do the Enneagram test. Okay. I don't remember. Like <laughs> I never took it seriously. I was remember. like, oh, that's cool. I think I was like number nine or eight. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. I don't even but know what I, I did do that. I didn't take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, just out of curiosity. Thank the Lord. I never like mm -hmm. surrounded my life around and based big decision off of this. Right. People will like determine so many huge life yeah, events based on their Enneagram and stuff. And yeah. that's just, that's scary. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like Gab said, just, it's just picking, picking and choosing these practices. Um, you can't really choose those and bring them into Christianity or right. kind of, go, they don't go hand in hand. Yeah. And yeah, so. They're just contrasting <clears throat> things. They, they shouldn't be mixed and we'll, go more into that yeah when we talk about the church right and one of the reasons is that new agers so they make 
contact mm-hmm. a lot of most of the time right um depending on which practices you're doing with the kingdom of darkness so mm-hmm. a medium or a channeler and then a demon they call a spirit guide like they'll say my spirit guide right. but those are demons that they're talking to and right. but yeah. they the crazy thing is i've heard from a lot of them in testimonies that they don't they didn't even believe in demons or say right. or satan or hell but they just thought all these things were good and and loving and it was a false spirit of love it was a false truth that they were following but it was right. really like demonic influences yeah and then just changing these names like it doesn't change the reality of what they are right. this is still the kingdom of darkness and that Satan is the head of this and Mm -hmm. those that are involved in this kind of activity and are in contact with these fallen angels Mm -hmm. and this whole other spiritual realm is just completely opposed to the biblical God that is revealed to us in Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. who defeated Satan Right. Yeah. I mean, the spiritual realm, like it's, there's a spiritual realm. Like mm-hmm. that's real. We know that's real. Demons right. are real. Yeah. We, we are not denying like mm-hmm. that's real. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not something you want to dabble in. If you believe in angels, you have to believe in demons. Yes. It's just a two-sided coin. <laughs> right. And like possession is real. Right. Now, as a saved Christian, you cannot be right. possessed. Correct. Uh, if you have the Holy Spirit indwelling in you, then you cannot be possessed with an evil spirit. Right. But there is um, something called demon oppression. Right. Oppression, which can affect you if you open yourself up to these things as a Christian, um, where you can kind of be haunted in a way, whether in your dreams or whatever, and... Um, I could get into more stories with that. There was another practice that I would consider in the category that I forgot to mention called lucid dreaming. And, oh, I, yeah. and I dabbled into that. Really regret oh, wow. regret it because I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't saved. I, I just saw it online. But I felt that, and the same thing goes for like scary movies. And we've talked about this, but I feel like if you're exposing yourself to those things, you are opening a portal of darkness to just let loose. <laughs> right. Like, like they can be surrounding you. Yeah. But they're not, they, they can't they be can't inside harm, of they you. They can't harm they you. They can't harm you. Right, right. But they can still be around you. Right. And there's other like symptoms that people have um, testified to, like whether it be sleeplessness or depression or anxiety and just ways in which this demon oppression can affect you physically. Right. Which and is I, scary. <laughs> so. Personally, I've had, uh, oh my gosh, sleep paralysis. Oh, yes. And yeah, that, I, that could kind of be, I guess that would be a form of that. Yeah. And that's involved. I've only in- had it once since I've been saved. Okay. And it wasn't as intense as it usually was, <laughs> but I used to have this a lot. And I believe that it's a demon (laughs) that you see. Yeah. And 
I don't know if you've ever experienced pre- sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. This, it's the most terrifying. No, thing. I feel like it's it is part, so terrifying. It's, it's part of the lucid dreaming kind of thing. Yeah. In I should like clarify this in another episode, but in lucid dreaming, you pretty much pretend like you're asleep but mentally you're staying awake yeah and i listened to this music that put me in a trance it was just awful i would never recommend this to anyone (laughs) and once the music i don't know uh, i just felt this like heavy weight all of a sudden when my body relaxed and went into paralysis and i felt this heavy chest pressure (laughs) and then all of a sudden like it was after that the whole point of people wanting to do this is so that they can they can be in control of their dream and they can do whatever they want to do. They could like fly if they wanted to and defy gravity. Yeah. Like so they can be God basically and control every aspect of life <laughs> in the dream. And this I don't know. So it was just like crazy experiences, but after that I was haunted with like crazy nightmares and I was paralyzed in my dream and physically and something was chasing me a dark spirit and it was just right and that's those bizarre. are ways that as a saved Christian like you can think like oh I'm fine I'm saved mm-hmm. but this can still if you're still keeping that door open right it could harm it can harm you mm-hmm. or it can't Emotionally. physically harm you but <laughs> mentally, mentally emotionally yeah. emotionally right this could still enter your home. Yeah. Yeah. So just doing whatever it takes to be on guard for this kind of stuff is what we want to warn you. Um, so in second Corinthians 11, 13 to 15, there's a good verse that just talks about Satan disguising himself. And it says for such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. And that should just give you the chills. But, um, you know, a lot of people in the New Age uh, will testify that what they believed in was these angels who would visit them or a spirit guide yeah. or whatever it may be, but they are disguising themselves as a spirit of light, angel of light. And that's what Satan does. And so his servants are going to do the same and disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, scripture says. So it's just, you have to be on guard against these things. You have to flee from these things and avoid them is the message we want to bring today. Um, in John, First John, first John four, one says, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. So not all things that are supernatural are going to be good. You have to test the spirits. Right. Yeah. And that's what the new age practice tells us is that everything that's spiritual is mm-hmm. good And that's how they convince Mm -hmm. Christians. And that's what Christians, you know, whether you're a true Christian or not, it's creeping into the church that way. Right. Um, As all things supernatural are good, they're all from God. But that's not Mm -hmm. true. Not all things that are supernatural come from God. And the Bible is clear Mm -hmm. that not all things supernatural good. In Ephesians 6.12, it states, 
that there are spiritual forces that are evil rules, authorities, and powers of the dark world. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything you believe should be checked against the Bible. Always test anything with the Bible. Right. Uh, many New Age beliefs, they do contradict scripture. So if you are just, you know, dabbling in this at all, mm-hmm. look at what you're doing. Yeah. Test it with scripture. If mm-hmm. you find that it contradicts it, then yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. And I think even um, going back to that second Corinthians, Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Christians can fall into that you know, I've seen a vision and mm-hmm. God wants me to tell you this. Yeah. Uh, probably not. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, who am I to say, you know, God hasn't revealed himself to you, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but more than likely not. Mm-hmm. Um, because we believe that scripture is sufficient right. in the sense that God has revealed himself to us through his word and the end of Revelation talks about do not add or take away from this book right. or, or the plagues written in this book will be upon you as a warning. And um, just to not look to other sources for truth or for hidden knowledge, because that's a lot of what New Age is, seeking this, like Gnosticism is like seeking this hidden right. knowledge and secrets of the supernatural world. So that's where it gets so dangerous. Um, And the church being, you know, a beacon of light and hope and goodness coming from God, you know, that is, we're in a supernatural, we're in like a spiritual warfare. So of course these things are going to, the evil is going to want to attack the church. And that's how we see that this is now being brought into the church. And it's made to look Christian um, and it's being deceptive as Satan is, um, even as it says the metaphor of being a sheep, a wolf in sheep's clothing. (laughs) So with these like signs and miracles and wonders done by people who basically want to get the glory or, you know, want to be like God. Right. And that's another thing that is the biggest and the first lie in creation uh when satan visited adam and eve he said you will become like god and that's what you know a lot of people want in this new age movement is to be like they they believe that they're going to be god or like god when they i don't know evolve into the new world but (laughs) and that's where that like the oneness comes from right right being one with god yeah in the sense of like being a god yeah which we don't agree with and they believe a lot in this um law of attraction uh basically and this is scary because as an undiscerning christian i used to say these things as a nurse to my patients i would just try to comfort them and and i listened to again some um false teachers that i didn't know at the time and i would just say um you know, think positive things and and positive things will come to you. Right. (laughs) And that right there is the law of attraction. These positive confessions, um, prosperity gospel is entering into the church. Like just, you know, do these things and good things will come. Um, Speaking things into existence or um, manifestations, speaking manifestations or just like 
visualizing uh, things that you want to happen to manifest into your life. So um, these kind of things, you know, are being influenced now in, in some churches or with young Christians <laughs> um, or just young people in general. And um, kind of this ask and believe and you will receive and follow your heart type language. And I think I wrote down this verse um, that the we'll talk about it further down, but the heart is deceitful and we yeah. can't we can't trust it. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's such like that's a lot of people who give advice. Right. Um, Well-meaning advice sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, uh, they'll say, you know, follow your heart, do what makes you happy, mm-hmm. whatever you feel is right, do it. <laughs> And we know that that is not right. But a lot of this new age stuff is like, you know, if you feel Mm -hmm. this, then yes, Mm -hmm. that's real. Like that's, that's what you need to do. If that's what your heart is telling you, then do it. And you know, that's in, that's creeping into the church. Like you said, um, and we talked about in our, um, church episode, uh, discerning, Mm -hmm. I forget what we called that episode. The importance <laughs> um, of the, the importance church? of the church. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we talked about uh, just red flags in churches and yeah. the prosperity gospel right. was a big one there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's really easy to fall into, especially as an undeserving or undiscerning Christian, mm-hmm. not undiserving. <laughs> undiscerning. We're all, we're all <laughs> yeah, we're all undeserving, <laughs> but um, as an undiscerning Christian, um, Stephen Furtick's a huge one yeah. for that. Uh, and yeah. Joel Steen. Right. And those are, I feel, as a, as a new Christian, I followed Stephen Furtick a lot. Really? Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, he's all of his stuff sounds great. Like, on, he's very, like... Online, he's like... Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, and then... So, going back to oneness. So, this has crept into the church. Uh, like, so these new age practices are becoming one with the universe or one with... Mm-hmm whatever higher spirit they believe in. Right, right. Because they don't believe in the Christian God, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, some of them do. Well, they think that they do. Well, they do. think it's God, yeah. <laughs> they think that it's a, the same God. but Jesus of their own imagination, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the church, it's this idea that we can become one with God by being sinless and not by faith alone. And the Bible teaches that sanctification is a process and there isn't a destination that we arrive at here on earth. So we don't become one or perfect in God until we are united with him in heaven. Mm -hmm. As humans here on earth, we cannot be perfect. You will never reach that enlightenment or that that oneness with whatever. Yeah, you will never be perfect. Right, right. No matter how hard you try. <laughs> yeah. Um, and some of the New Agers don't even believe in sin. Again, just the moral compass of, right. you know. They don't believe in, <laughs> in sin and, you know, judgment and any of that. Right. Um, so we, we're called to obey God mm-hmm. by renewing our minds and repenting when we fall short. Mm-hmm. And God is very clear in the Bible that if we have, if we say that we have no sin, then we're deceiving ourselves. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm perfect. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. I'm 
excuse me. <laughs> I'm a good person. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And that's First so, John 1, yeah, 8 through 10. 8 through 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christianizing. Oh, so another way, mm-hmm. another way that this is in the church. Uh, so they'll Christianize these, mm-hmm. these new age practices. They'll take, they'll say, you know, this has been taken from us. You know, they took, they took this and they made it evil. And mm-hmm. we need to bring this back into the church. Like fortune telling. Mm. They took the pro- the prophecies away from us. We need to bring this back in the church or, mm-hmm. you know, some churches will just pick whatever yoga. They took this from us. They made the, they made yoga into something evil. We need to bring it back. Mm-hmm. And no. But again, we'll get into the roots of how yoga originated later on. <laughs> yeah. Like if it's if it's not in the Bible, mm-hmm. then it's not Christian. <laughs> yeah. You have to discern. For sure. And again, if it doesn't come from, you know, a Christian source or a reliable source, but if it comes from a different religion like Hinduism, which believes in many gods, first of all, <laughs> yeah, then it should not be practiced in the church. There is no such thing as holy yoga, which has become a concept. <laughs> and you cannot divorce um, the spiritual from yoga and say, oh, it's just moving my body. It's just stretching. Like, no, it's, it's spiritual. Yeah. And we'll and get, not yeah. Christian. <laughs> we'll get into all of that. Right. Uh, but yeah. And a lot of these churches that, you know, force revival, like bringing like unity where there's yeah. no unity or this ecumenical movement where they're like just combining all the faiths and right. <laughs> it's like, no yeah (laughs) where's your discernment (laughs) and then in prophets uh we we know in the bible that there are there are no more prophets the bible the bible is sufficient right and like gab mentioned in revelation Mm -hmm. we are not to add to the to the bible right it is sufficient Mm -hmm. and so there are people who claim to be these prophets Mm -hmm. now whether or not they are psychics yeah. That are Acting. disguising themselves as prophets. Right. Or they're just mm-hmm. big fibbers. <laughs> yeah. And they're just making things up to get um, attention mm-hmm. and fame. Yeah. Uh, so that is another way that this is being brought into the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then let's talk about New Age versus Christianity. Yeah. So just some concepts that we can compare and contrast the two that New Age glorifies the self and again this can help you to just discern whether or not this is new age or not right are you glorifying yourself or are you looking to glorify god because christianity glorifies god and that's their whole premise and again like i mentioned new age says follow your heart and do what makes you happy whereas christianity says in jeremiah seventeen nine, follow and obey jesus for It says, quote, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? So it just warns us right there that our heart alone is not to be followed. (laughs) Yeah. And 
So new age, these practices turn to these ascended masters or these spirit guides, the universe, astrology, angels, all of this for help to decide Mm -hmm. whatever your life, your future, whatever it may be for help understanding what's happening in their lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Christianity only follows the Holy Trinity. We have the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's all that we look to. Exactly. That's all that we pray to and that's all that we need. That's all that we need to guide mm-hmm. us. Exactly. Um, New Age tries to predict and control the future. And we have to be careful with this because I can get, you know, naturally anxious and want to control things. <laughs> and Christianity reminds us that we have to place our trust in God with the future and that he alone is sovereign and in control over all things. And I was just struck with this today, to be honest, Um, just getting an ultrasound. uh, Everything looked great. And uh, I got my 20 week ultrasound and (laughs) we were just praising the Lord that there is an amazing creation growing inside me, being intricately woven in my womb. And it's just so amazing. Um, But yeah, pregnancy is a lot of unknown and a lot of placing your faith and trust in God, because until you're holding that baby in your arms, do you really know if things are medically okay? And even then, when you have your baby in your arms, you don't know the future. Like You have to place your faith in God and hope and trust in him in the future for every single day. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. So, Uh, and yeah, and then we kind of said this before, new age says that there is no sin, there is no hell, there is no devil, and there is no demons. And obviously we know that Christianity believes Jesus, Jesus' teachings about sin, hell, the devil, and demons in the Holy Bible. Mm-hmm. We know those things are real. Exactly. And that's why the New Age will disguise these demons as their spirit guides. Yeah, angels of light. There's no other spirits mm-hmm. besides the Holy Spirit and... Mm-hmm those demons evil spirits those evil spirits yeah (laughs) yeah uh there's nothing else and then new age relies upon channeled books and cards and psychic readings for guidance and again where they're getting this stuff they're channeling an outside source right and this outside source is coming from demons who have more knowledge than we know but they don't have all knowledge they are not all knowing only in christ and only in god is all knowing. Um, so Christianity relies upon God and prayer and the Bible and the Holy Spirit. And, you know, that's all there is. Yeah. Uh, so New Age, it says Jesus is an ascended master or just a man who was enlightened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they imagine that Jesus is like anything goes. He's laid back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus still loves me. Like, he accepts my sin. He, he accepts all of this. No, we know that Jesus was fully God and fully man during his earthly ministry and is now at the right hand of our heavenly father, God, as the second member of the Holy Trinity. And we will all stand before God on judgment day. Mm -hmm. And we want Jesus there with us to attest that we've been forgiven for our sins and we are judged Mm -hmm. and the new age doesn't believe that there is judgment. And yeah, (laughs) you're judged. (laughs) Yeah, we're held responsible for our sins. And if we're not forgiven in Christ, 
we're right. in trouble. And that's like, I feel like with astrology, a lot of the time people say like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just my sign. Like, mm. you know, I did it like, or the because Enneagram. of my sign. Oh, yeah. oh my personality just tends, It's just my personality. It tends towards anger and, yeah. you know, that's sin, but. I can't. No big deal. You know, I can't change that. That's just who I am. Right. And we know that, yeah, we are sinners. Mm-hmm. But the only justification is in Christ and, yeah, and not in our personality test. <laughs> yeah, we are sinners. That is who we are until we come to Christ. Right. Uh, and that's not, yeah. So the new age says that you get into heaven by being a good person. And, you know, a lot of other religions say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Christianity says it's not your works that can save you. It's God, God's grace through your faith in the life, death, and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the only sinless and truly good person who ever walked the earth. And God's love doesn't give us license to do whatever we please. If we right. love him, we will obey his commandments. And so it's the gospel. It's place your faith and trust in Christ alone for the forgiveness of sins. And if you want to go back and listen to our gospel episode, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then New Age touches on that manifestation. We want to manifest our wants and desires, speak this into existence like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Christianity it trusts God's promise to meet our needs mm-hmm. and conform our wants and our desires to Christ. You know, maybe before you're saved, you want to be rich. You want to have a huge mansion. You want the like the next Prada bag. And then whenever you come to Christ, you're conformed and you don't want these things anymore. You just want to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we don't we don't pray or, you know, manifest things as Christian. Manifestation is not it's just what we do wanting to be like god basically right. it's like i want to say what will happen and and it comes true no you have no, no power <laughs> right. yes you do you know if you keep talking negative on yourself and <laughs> you know if say be- these bad things you know you will i think start to believe these things about yourself but that's not the same thing yeah yeah as being able right, to speak right, something right. into existence. Like you can have a self-fulfilling prophecy where I'm not, I'm just not going to do anything and then I'm going to lose my job and then like I'm going to yeah. just be upset about that. But yeah. And um, New Age says that there are many paths to God, but Christianity quotes Jesus's own words that say, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. And I have my yep. um, almost two-year-old saying that many, many a nights <laughs> we, we rehearse that, those um, words from scripture. But yeah, New Age and Universalists say that there are many paths to God. Um, and it's just not or true. Or there are many paths to, to heaven. Sorry, heaven. <laughs> no, no, God. There are many paths to God or the universe or right, right. whatever spirit yes. or higher power that they want to reach. Right. And but Christ says, no one comes to the Father except, except through me. There's exactly. one narrow path. He is the door, that yeah. the only way you can enter. And apart from Christ, there is no other way. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of the times with these New Age practices and people that I've seen in my life and that I know who practice a lot of this and 
what I've seen with a lot of people that practice the new age, whether it's still hanging on to their Zodiac, Mm -hmm. uh, horoscope, whatever, Enneagram, is there's no fulfillment in their life. They're still empty. They're still trying to manifest these things in their lives. And when you don't get it, Mm -hmm. you feel empty. And there's no peace in that. They will never find fulfillment and they'll constantly be searching. So if you're... If you're doing this stuff mm-hmm. and you, you're, you're listening and you think, you know, I, I do all of these things and, yeah. you know, there's times in your life where you feel lonely, you feel empty, you feel right. like you have no purpose. Hopeless. You're hopeless. There's right. no peace. Like everything's chaotic. Exactly. Step away from all of that because right. that is not going to bring you peace. It is not going to make you happy. <laughs> right, right. It may momentarily yeah. make you happy, but you're you're not like you don't identify mm-hmm. with your your like you're identifying with these mystical things right and like the zodiacs and you conform to who that is and that's not you mm-hmm. right. you're you're just you know yeah there's a right and a yeah. wrong way and we want to bring you on to the right way we want to bring you onto the narrow road that leads to life and not the broad road that leads to destruction. Right. And we're saying if you're on that broad road, if you're recognizing this right now, turn, repent, turn yes. from your sin and trust in Christ for the forgiveness of your sin. So again, for those who are involved but don't know Christ, how can we share the gospel to them? What do you think, Brianna? So just listen to them. And we, we talked about before sharing the gospel with our family and friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, So specifically when it comes to new age, you know, find out where they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do they think about Jesus in the Bible? Because some new agers believe, they believe in the Bible, they believe in Jesus, but they believe, you know, they have this different view of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, What, what exactly do they believe in? What what do they think is going to happen to them when they die? Do they believe in reincarnation? Like, Mm-hmm. Uh, ask them what they think about Jesus and have these conversations about these objective truths, like stuff that, you know, is in the Bible and it's, it's truth. And they, you know, what they believe completely contradicts this. Right. Uh, and just have those conversations, challenge their beliefs mm-hmm. with truth, with the Bible. Yeah. And we had an episode on like sharing the gospel with friends and family. And like you said, just try to find out what they believe, and then, you know, don't make an argument about it. Just use that as an opportunity to share what you believe. Uh, okay, can I right. share? <laughs> and um, just make it a conversation and just cover it in prayer and in love. Yeah. And, you know, lovingly try to point out things that are concerning to you if you see your loved one falling down this path. So and just... It- and if you see any of this in your church, mm, yes. uh, bring it up, bring it up to them, to the leadership, to the leadership. And exactly. if, uh, you know, they don't agree or they don't see that yeah. as wrong, then Try it's to bring, time. Bring evidence, bring resources, yeah. cover it with prayer, you know, do your best to bring it to their attention. But if they continue just, okay, we took your, you know, information, but we're still going to pursue this Enneagram class or whatever it may be then that might be your time to move on to. Yeah, to find another charge. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah, if it's they're not. It's that important. It's like your spiritual 
well-being and your children's it's that important you know? and the other people in the church they're you don't want you know your mm-hmm. friends and your church family to just keep being deceived by this right um yeah, and yeah. just standing by without saying anything is like condoning it basically right, right. so yeah i'm glad you mentioned that um and just to end on um deuteronomy 18 10 through 12 um there shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead for whoever does these things is an abomination to the lord and because of these abominations that the lord your god is driving them out before you you shall be blameless before the lord your god and that's just a little bit of verse 13 but yeah that's our prayer for you is to be blameless before the lord your god and the only way to do that is by trusting in christ alone because he is the only is the only sufficient perfect sacrifice for your sins to make you whole and complete and to cover your sin and stand before you on judgment day and to say, this is my child. I died for them. So just to end this with prayer, um, dear God, we thank you so much for this episode on a difficult topic of the new age. And there is nothing new under the sun, Lord. We know that this has been around from the beginning of creation ever since the fall. So, God, we ask that you help us to be discerning in these areas. We thank you for the resources that we've been given and for the people who have come out of the New Age and who have started ministries warning against it. Lord, we pray over this conversation that we've had. And for those listening, Lord, if there's anyone who is convicted right now for the practices that they have been involved in, that you would do a work in them by your Holy Spirit, God. And we just ask that your will be done and that you give the listener wisdom and in decision-making and with loved ones in how to approach these matters. And we thank you for all the blessings that we have in Christ, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And then we just wanted to mention a few um, resources from this episode yeah, so uh, where we got a lot of our information uh, was Melissa Darvey. And she uh, has a website. Um, we can put this info in the show notes as well. Yeah, uh, and gotquestions.org. That is a great one that I like to use yeah, for any questions that too. I have about Christianity or even other religions. They have a lot, mm-hmm. a lot on there, and I found it so far to be sound. Yeah, and they have a podcast as well. Yes, they do have a podcast. They they did a podcast with uh, Melissa. Yeah. Uh, and, and then um, Christian Answers for the New Age dot org. Yeah, it was dot org. Okay, and we'll put this in the show notes. But that is a website from Marsha Montenegro, who used to be an astrologer and came to faith in Christ and um, walked away from all of that. And uh, Doreen Virtue is another name that I know from the New Age, very prevalent um, person and psychic. And there are some others that we can mention. 
um, in further episodes. So I hope you enjoyed this and continue listening to our series. Um, please share this with a friend or a family member. Um, share it on your social media. Try to get, you know, our podcast out there type of thing and leave a review if you liked this episode. We yes. so appreciate that. <laughs> yes. All right. And stay tuned for our next episode on yoga, manifestation, uh, crystals, and mantras. Now we're going to dabble into all of that, not dabble in it, but talk about dabbling (laughs) in it and what that can do. Meditation, um, Enneagram, psychics, tarot cards. (laughs) We're going to get into all of that. All the things. All right.